0: Welcome to the Best Hour of Their Day podcast with your hosts, Jason Fernandez
1: and me, Jason Ackerman. With more than 20 years in the business, as both coaches and affiliate owners, our passion is to help create world-class affiliates
0: and coaches by building better boxes. boxes. Welcome to the Best Hour of Your Day.
1: And we're live. And we are live. Fern, have you ever done one-on-one training? but prior to CrossFit, but did, so, Oh, uh, no, uh, well, no, nope. You little known fact, you were going to be a dentist.
0: Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I, that, that, that's, that statement assumes that I would have made it through the educational pipeline, which we all know is, is, uh, is, a not a solid bet, um, <laughs> due to my academic record, but yes, no, I, I had, uh, in the last couple years of my, Naval career, I had, uh, I was going to night school because I, at the Naval Academy, the, it's, it's a liberal arts school, oddly enough, but it's very engineering based. So uh, I had none of, not none, I had very little of the prereqs with regard to organic chemistry, anatomy and physiology, biology, microbiology, all that kind of stuff. So I had to go, I went back to school at night for three years to take all of those prereqs and then had, um, and then I had scheduled uh, interviews and, and was essentially, uh, and it was like teed up to take the DAT, which is the, uh, the admissions tests for dental school. Um, and then Logan was born and that changed everything.
1: Oh, you were going to be a dentist as recent as Logan being like seven, eight years ago.
0: Uh, that would, so that was when I was in the process of like narrowing down schools, talking to, um, uh, admissions offices and stuff like that. Yeah. It hit start. Well, it had started three years prior to that. So technically 11 years ago,
1: I think if you were going to be a dentist, you should change your name to Isaac Yankum. I Yankum. Get it.
0: I do get it. Get it? it could also be like a weird porn name, but okay.
1: Well, that, is, that is a good, yes. A lot of dentists dabble in the porn industry as well.
0: Um, my, father, that, my father being one,
1: a <laughs> uh, longtime dentist, also a longtime porn star. Um, but let's talk a little bit about the one Katie doesn't like when we talk about this. Katie gets very upset with us.
0: I don't I'm just just listening, taking notes.
1: HR. Did you <laughs> just send an email to HR? That's Katie. our HR. Just goes right back to her. Yep. I put, yes. let me, that, me email that to me. I'll put it. I'll put it in the HR folder in my inbox. In the, in the suggestion box. That doesn't in the exist. <laughs> box. The it trash doesn't can. exist. Yeah. By the way, I was telling, I was telling, who were we talking to yesterday, Katie? When I said, it might have just been you and I, Literally any dog video on Instagram, I immediately send. It. I send her any dog video and then also many office videos.
0: Yeah. I was on the Patreon episode. I was on the Patreon.
1: Yeah. yeah. Do you uh, do I spam you or do you actually like them?
0: No, I love it. I love dog okay. videos.
1: So you want me to send them to you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't there's sure. No, if I was
0: there's like. no such thing as too much dog with me It's true. There's literally there, no such thing. I Because
1: I actually held back
0: on sending you one last night. No, Should. don't hold back. It Truly, was a, it was I love videos.
1: There was a great I forget if it was a picture or video, but literally like a giant dog sitting on the male owner's head. And it was like it was um, you know, I don't want to get a dog, honey, and then a week later, and I was like, Oh, this is Jack and Tyler yeah. right here. Like yeah. so, Did you
0: have dogs growing up, Katie? Yeah, always. Okay. And we never yeah. not had dogs. That's what I figured. Never not. Never not.
1: (laughs) Never not had dogs Um, in Jersey, that is.
0: In Jersey, yeah.
1: Katie, we got some new clients in Jersey, uh, Apache CrossFit being one. Are you Mm -hmm. excited? Are we going to take a road trip back to Jersey? See the old stomping grounds? I talked to Mike today and he said next time, I I used to have track meets
0: in Tom's River, which is where Apache is um, in the bubble. Where Um, she would dominate you in the triple jump.
1: Oh, that yeah. goofy triple w. Um, Where would you take us? Give us some of those hot spots you would take us to in Jersey. There are no hot <laughs> spots in New Jersey that I would take. To- Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> That's the right. answer. Yeah. Uh, I would take
0: you to visit my grandma in her uh, nursing home.
1: I'd go hang out with your grandma. Mima? Yeah. Is it a yeah. Mima? What do you call grandma? Grandma, just grandma. Yeah, same. Yeah. I got in trouble because I kept calling. What do you call your mom. grandparents? Me, me? What? Do I-, yeah. I don't have any anymore. But I
0: mean, what did you call them?
1: Grandma, grandpa. Okay. My my parents were trying to get Madison to like do like the Hebrew version of it. I was like, no, that's not happening in this yeah. house. I was like, <laughs> she I was like, you know, she babbles first of all, only. So nice. let's not put too much pressure on her. Yeah. But we're not teaching her a second language. And it's if we did, it's not gonna be Hebrew. Well, my son's Hebrew.
0: still my son's three and he still babbles, so don't yeah. don't feel bad.
1: <laughs> it's not going anywhere. Yeah. Roz, you know, Roz, I, I meant to talk to you about this. Roz is convinced Madison has autism. And I'm like, no, she doesn't. Like, I've seen autistic kids like I've that's my master's degree.
0: You're like, go look at Fern's kids.
1: And, <laughs> and I was just like, you know, like she, you have to answer these questions of the pediatrician, which I'm sure you and Jess had to do. And she was like, All you know, does, does your kid hold on to an object for extended periods of time? And I was like, yes, I was like three minutes. She's a is, baby. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> that's not extended hold on to for a
0: long yeah. period of time.
1: I was like, go watch that video of Fern talking to Logan, telling her there's no Christmas, <laughs> and that's then we can start to discuss what's going on. Anyway, uh, not, you know, so I guess that's part of the story. I, I was a one-on-one trainer, as you m- most of these listeners have read the book Best Hour of Their Day, um, bestseller. If they haven't, they can go get it. But in the there, best, I talk, it's best
0: bestseller on our website.
1: Best know. one of the bestsellers on the site. <laughs> We had a sale come through this morning.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was super <laughs> disappointed by that. Like, oh, my
1: God, and man. um no, I was I, I went back to get my master's degree because I was ready to leave the fitness fitness industry because I was burned out working one on one. Like anyone that's done it, it's horrible. And and like I talked about it's, recently. It's like, not
0: horrible, right? It's just well, you've my, never done it. So I have done it.
1: Did you, did, Katie? Were you on this podcast? I, I have no, minutes? no.
0: I've you no. You asked me. You asked me if I'd done it, and I said yes. And then you asked me had I done it prior to CrossFit, and I said no. Katie, can you? Go I back can. Con- I can confirm that. That is true. That is accurate. The okay, okay. So notes don't lie. Turn one, <laughs> J zero. <Yeah. laughs>
1: so go on. So you, you've done it. I have done it. And you don't agree that it's terrible.
0: Um it can be terrible. It is not always terrible. Um, now I've never done it as my sole training, meaning like my, like I, like I didn't have any other type of style of coaching, right. um, but I have done, um, a, a, a decent amount of it. Um, yeah, I, and- I don't personally love it. And it, uh, if you have a bad personal training client, uh, is really, really painful.
1: And, and for the record, I want to say a couple things. One, this has nothing to do with other companies. We're not talking about anybody else. We're just simply talking about I was training 14 hours a day. People, if if you're an affiliate, we recommend doing a handful of one on one clients every so often if they want it. And more importantly, if you, if want, you it. want it right, I didn't. I was doing it for income and because I had to. And also, let's be clear, this was pre CrossFit. So it was a lot of like, all right, let's do three sets on the leg extension and in between sets. Let me figure out questions to ask you to pretend like I care about you and just fill up this one minute of rest. Like, that's what it became, just a challenge. Like, how do I keep this person talking for an hour? Um, So I was about to leave it. You know, I graduated my master's from uh, the College of St. Rose, and I was going to be a teacher. And then I found CrossFit. And I was like, wait a sec. I can take these four women who drain my soul and put them in one class, which might seem crazy, but... I love these women to this day. I still stay in touch with them, but it was more like an hour with you two or three times a week is too much when there's nothing else going on. And then you put them together and I'm like, Oh, they're talking to themselves. I can just kind of sit back and let them have a little good time. So that group coaching model filled so many voids, more money, less hours and way more fun.
0: Um, Well, the there's a, there's a, there's a math problem to be done there. Meaning, so a lot of people will move to PT because short term, it can be higher earnings per hour. So it's the same reason a lot of people will move to 30-minute sessions. Um, so yes, the math does mean higher revenue per hour. However, there's a there's obviously a finite window to that, right? So like every, everything has pros and cons, like everything. I don't care what we're talking about. That is one of the that is one of the cons of PT. Now, if you want to do PT, we've said this infinite number of times. Do PT, crush PT. If that's your thing, do it. I'm happy for you. Um, a lot of people uh, will get in there thinking that it is one thing, and then finding out that it is something else. And that and those and we've pulled many gym owners out from under the the PT boulder. Um and it does have its it does have its downfalls, meaning your time is capped like I, I can do nothing else if I'm doing PT um I hard to get it subbed also
1: because they're paying
0: for you can
1: right you right. can it's but a process like,
0: though, right it's not an easy transition. It's not and, just like hey Ackerman's hey right. one of your clients hey, by the way, Jay's gonna coach you today also the 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 liability involved with it is significant compared to you know, like losing a group client versus losing a PT client are, are like oranges and apples. Meaning I was just talking to a gym owner the other day and they were talking about, they had uh, a drop-off in uh, revenue. And I said, talk to me about it. Like, what was it about? And they're like, Oh, I lost like two PT clients to which we were talking about something to the tune of, you know, $2,500 for just two clients Mm -hmm. that you dropped versus if I, uh, if I dropped a Uh, a group client, well, a, that's going to happen next month and I I will have time to get those back. That's not a big deal. Um, so you, it's, it's almost, I, I, it is somewhat analogous to, um, to ads, Facebook ads. At some point I become a slave to the ad. Like it's, I become a slave to that money and that revenue. And it, I become, I get in this weird scenario where I justify keeping it, even though it's pretty painful, because I need it at that but point. But
1: it was. And, and then I say more than that, Fern, it's like knowing that, like, you know, I'll use a name, but I, I, this was a real woman, but I love her to death still. Like Diana was a client coming in. I think I trained her twice a week. At the time, it was like $40 an hour, which is, you know, obscenely low. But this is like right. 2005, five six, So $80 a week, four times, uh, uh, you know, times four. So 320 bucks a month like that's a good amount but but right. what does that become well if that person calls you texts you they need something i need to switch my time to something you've got going on in life well i've got to do it because that's you know that one person can be 25% of your revenue your income for the month, so you, you do become <laughs> or they're
0: or they're like the nude guy, like Kevin had, and you're like, I gotta oh. train this guy nude in his garage. Uh,
1: I don't want to say this when we had Kevin on the show, but I think he enjoyed it. I think he enjoyed it
0: more than he let on. I mean, um to each but, their own. But that was uh, but that but that's kind of the thing is like you become uh, beholden to that, and obviously you can create rules around there. So there are some uh, there's there are some some bumpers that you. Can and I should down. have,
1: and I didn't. That's on me. But I was also, you know, 24, 25, just trying to survive. Never so. thought of that, but but here's what I think like, so when I switched over from one on one to group, I did realize okay, the one thing they're missing is that connection with me. Like, they were expressing it a little right. bit, you miss out on their lives, like, they're so used to spending two, three hours privately with you. Now they're not, um, and it can become a challenge to connect if your group classes are 8, 12, 16. One hundred percent. You know, part of that is we tell people be there early, stick around late if you're coaching those classes. But the other thing that we recommend is spend one on one time with these with all of your clients. Like, you know, take them out. to. I, I'm a big fan of going like every box has a Starbucks or an individually privately owned coffee shop within two minutes. And if you don't, cool, just go sit outside and smooth your jam. Yeah, you know, it's not, it's not hard. But, Bring some coffee, do whatever it is, go grab some, some food somewhere, but make sure you're still connecting with those people. One-on-one, you should be doing that weekly. In my opinion, at an absolute minimum, the box owner or the GM should be sitting down with one client a week. One-on-one. Do you, what do you it, think it, about that?
0: I mean, you don't have to, uh, it, you don't have to necessarily quantify it like that. Cause that can become, that can feel burdensome to some people, but you should be connecting. So, you know, I, I make an effort to, to kind of like bebop around the gym and just it, and it doesn't need to be a long interaction. And I think this is the misconception with regard to like connection, connection is connection. A two minute connection can be deep and meaningful, or it can be super shallow and forgettable. So um, an example was yesterday, have a client who's been here, um, seven years, probably. And, I love her. She's amazing. And she had recommended, um, um, a contractor that I'm trying to work with. And finally the guy came through. So I was like, Hey, your boy came through yesterday. And we had like a really funny two minute interaction about this guy. who's a contractor and, um, and it was great. And then I like had to jet out of there and had to do something else. But, that was a, that was a funny interaction and we exchanged several jokes about it and like included some other people into it. And that is a meaningful interaction. Like that's, that's something, you know, we would like, there was things looped in there about like her husband and other personal stuff. And when we touched on many things in three to four minutes and it doesn't need to be this like official sit down, but you do need to kind of like, just check on, check in on people um, and just give them the old, you know, like we've talked about before, like, how's it going? Or you you could just give them the old, like, what's up? How's things?
1: What are, and, what are, I'm thinking about this because I think I do this naturally. I think a lot of great coaches do this naturally, of course.
0: Was that a humble I just, brag? I don't know. What I that just, was.
1: <laughs> As I said it,
0: I was like, I think I a am, lot of really phenomenal people. I think, do you know, the like best this.
1: coaches in the world uh, yeah. do
0: this. Level four Let me love myself in yeah. that category. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. But you connect with people quickly and easily. And I think like I was going to ask you, like, what are some of the things you do? So, for example, not in a creepy way. I put my hand on people quite a bit, like their shoulder, et cetera, And most often their shoulder. Right. And I'm just like, Hey, what's that? Like,
0: well, just okay, for the but- record, anytime you put your hands on somebody you specifically, it's creepy. So, um,
1: <laughs> but no, but touching someone like that, it does make a quick connection
0: <laughs> or a quick disconnection. Um, the, so it, it, it doesn't have to be physical touch, but I, I think there's obvious things that it's typically pretty obvious if somebody is genuinely interested like eye contact, physical posture, the actual question that they're asking, those would be three big ones that like, I, I, I know if you're doing this because it's a, it's a, you know, there's a difference between that's it
1: too. it's like, you can tell, like, there's but, a difference. But that's my you question. could use like, a restaurant, do do-
0: you, but uh. so you could give us a restaurant, right? So a restaurant, if if you have a good GM, there's ones that kind of do the drive by oh, like, Hey, are about, you folks- you're always
1: going to talk about that GM at the wine place that you like.
0: Oh, no, but that's a great example. I wasn't going to, yeah. but the point is the, is that you can tell the difference between somebody's like, is everything good folks? And then you're like, yep. And then they're, and they're off. And the person right. who, who comes by and they're just like, Hey guys, how's dinner? But like, those or, are or, two or, totally different questions at which point the feeling and the interaction there, and he doesn't have to be there a long time, but we're like, it's great. Yeah. he's like, how's the, uh, how's the, whatever, how's the, you know, Brussels sprouts. And I'm like, these are amazing. He was like, yeah, let me tell you a story about those. And then again, that's a different interaction. Versus just like is everything all right and we're like yep food on the table and he's like alright have a good time and I'm like alright see you later uh, you didn't even tell me your fucking name but you know I'm gonna pay. I thought a you were about to give dinner. a
1: a shout out to the pokey kid again. I,
0: that's a perfect example, you know. But my point is, is like y- just being genuinely interested and y- you know use the Chuck cars as well. Ask one more question. Um, just, just care right I and mean, we do always come back to that and I don't want it I don't want that I don't want that to ever like lose its true meaning but like just ask people questions about themselves like it's not hard think about it who is this person what do they do just I randomly go in there all the time and I'm like I we've not met. I'm like what's your name what do you do where are you from?
1: Well and I think also like when you do that the first time and you actually listen and pay attention and then you're like how are your kids how how's your husband how's your wife right you know or you know, one of the things I always do accidentally, and I think a lot of gym owners do this just because our brain is wired that way. Like, I remember workouts. If you were in class with me, whether I coached it or hit it with you, like specifics, like, oh, you cleaned 255 last time. Like, cause they'll go to Waterf. You know how Wattify you can hover over right. and it'll show you. They'll be like, Oh, and before they even do that, I'm like 255. Like, what how'd you know that? I'm like, Oh, you might. I don't be remember my wife's birthday, but I remember what you
0: fucking cleaned last week. Yeah, like, you might, I don't you know might, how. You might be autistic. Um, <laughs> <I might> be.
1: <laughs> yeah. it is,
0: There's some. I definitely have like a touch of autism in there. Yeah, you're definitely on the spectrum. Um, the. So I, I think it's just you know, and kind of where we're going with this is like if this if this is something you're trying to make the transition to, because PT does PT doesn't necessarily scale. There are versions of it that scale. It's very difficult in a CrossFit box. At a Globo gym, that's a different environment. Those are not the same, um, but you are typically doing other many other things in a box, meaning like you're probably coaching the group classes. And there are instances when PT is... Potentially a necessity with regard to building revenue, but then I need to figure out: is that what I want to do long term? Is that a service that I want to have? Do I like it? Am I good at it? You meaning like, is this a unique skill a of mine? a different Skill. It's a right?
1: very it's a different, different skill. skill. The
0: programming is different. Uh, the interaction is different. The energy is different. All that's the connection is different. All that stuff. It's different. It is not the same. Right. To
1: be so- fair, I, I don't. Not that it's harder. It's different. It's less fun. F- for some people, that. right?
0: If you're, if you're, okay. if you're a group person, yeah, it tends to be less fun because you like the bouncing. I've around never heard someone
1: say one-on-one is more fun than group I've never heard it that's you're right yeah, I'm sure I mean, there are people that like that but I, even mean, I, my... know,
0: I know some personal trainers that crushed but they but they really like that stuff they like the they like the nuance of of training a single person and doing that um admittedly I don't know a ton of them um, but I do what? know a handful I know I know one girl specifically who she just she would she murdered personal training you know she would do she would do ten to twelve thousand a month in personal training. Um, yeah, that's just now, not. Here's, but here's the deal, though. If I, if you talk to her about your schedule, you're like, Ugh, I'm like, oh my god, like that. I can't take that a vacation. Sounds, that sounds nauseating, right? And she had designed her training where, like, she would go on extended trips, like every three or four months. Like she would take two weeks off because that was what was required. Like she was just so spent. But she would work, you know, five a.m. to seven eight p.m. And I'm like, God, that's not sustainable, you know. And then.
1: So, you do it because you also probably love training yourself. So now you're at the gym. You lose that passion for like when I was this crowd, like this busy, my schedule was that busy. I didn't train myself. Or if I did, it was like squeezing something in. And and again, this is not, that wasn't my, my point of the episode is less about like, don't do this. If you want to do it, go for it. But you know, when I took a vacation, there was no income coming in. I'll tell you, that was a big thing, but more so my, the reason I wanted to do this is because I want to remind box owners the value and importance of maintaining that connection. And and you know, you grow, there's like numbers like what is it? 75 is kind of the biggest number you can grow to and remain a tribe. But
0: what but well, Dunbar's number is 150, but the you know, like I, I think that has it's a loose number. It could be seventy-five. Whether it's 75 it depends. or it Yeah, it depends on the person's emotional intelligence and what what they have built in into the uh, whole thing.
1: And part of that is how well they deliver this, like doing some one-on-one stuff, but also let's not forget just because, you know, Fern, you've got at least two. Have you brought on your third full-time person yet? Yeah. January. Oh, so you've got Cassidy, Lindsay, and is it Jared, the third Mm -hmm. guy? So Cassidy, Lindsay and Jared, right. So you can technically go through three or four deep on that one hundred and fifty number.
0: Right. That's the whole point. Yeah. Right. So so the numbers has connections with
1: some Lindsay clearly connects with all the young dudes, um,
0: yeah, it's so more so, like six hundred, right? no, no, And then, you then I have, left,
1: Can you go back and laugh at my joke real quick? It
0: wasn't. It wasn't funny. Oh, the no, uh, and the, so then I have. Then I have the weightlifting coaches too, so they can manage all of that, right? Yeah, so, so like, it realistically, like it, let's just say we went with a low number, we went with seventy five. Um, you know that that number's not small. Like the number's closer to five hundred people where oh, we yeah. would be tapped out with, with regard to having like meaningful deep connections where like a coach walks in and there's a meaningful interaction there. They know names, they know all that kind of stuff. And the, and the whole purpose of this is like, if you're looking to get out from underneath that, because it can be burdensome. If we worked with mini gyms where we've transitioned them off of that. And it, it is a transition, right? Because there's a revenue problem there that has to be solved. We have to grow the group. The, the, the in-between time there is usually pretty painful. Because you got to do both at the same time, and I'm pretty candid about most of that stuff. If if something's going to suck, I'm the first one to tell people. I'm like, this is going to suck. It will not be over quickly, but the outcome will be more beneficial for you. So we'll just suck it up for this time period. Here's the goal. Here's how we're going to do it. We're going to transition over, um, and then maybe you bring in somebody to fill some of those PT clients, and then maybe you transition some of them over to group. There's no one size fits all there. It kind of depends on the gym owner and what they've got going on. Um, But I can think of three boxes off that type. And I'm working with one right now where, uh, you know, we ran the numbers and I was, and I just flat out told them, I was like, that's, we're not going to be able to do this. This transition doesn't happen. We need to consider other options. Like this is too much of a square peg round hole. There's no math. There's no diagram that we can design that is going to make what you want happen in this context. It doesn't it doesn't work. And we got off the call and he's like, dude, I feel so much better about this. He's like, I've been trying to make this work and it just won't work. And I'm like, I mean, I don't like it. We could probably figure out something. It won't be what you're, what you're shooting for. So here's the alternative. So I said, let's revisit. I don't want you to make any decisions right now. Your thing right now is good, but it's not, it's not what he wants long-term. And I said, cool. I was like, just hold what you got. Like, it's fine. It's not broken don't, don't try to fix it. But if you want this other thing, let's, let's find, let's do a fact finding mission and let's go figure out, all right, if we're going to move out of this and we're going to go to another space and we're going to do that, let's figure out what the cost is. Let's have a conversation with these clients long-term, see who wants to do what let's grow it. Let's move all of those other things. Um, but it is a process. You know, if you've been spending, um, it's PT ads are the same scenario. If you've been doing, you know, $10,000 a month in front end sales, cause you've been running some ads. When you turn those ads off, there is a problem going that, that you're going to have to deal with there. And same thing, if you're just going to turn PT off, there's going to be a revenue problem there. And you cannot treat that, you know, haphazardly. Like it, it that, that could cause you to fold overnight. So how do you solve that? And it's, and it's kind of like weaning off of one and transitioning to the other. And that may take three months. It may take nine months. I don't know. Depends on the degree of the scenario that you've built there um, and what that would look like and what help do you have and, and a, whole, a whole slew of variables that would be involved in that.
1: And, well, it also shows you that there's a big hole in your business if by turning off one thing, it cr- I mean, and also I would yeah, tell yeah, you- Yeah, yeah, for
0: sure. Yeah, yeah. If, that, if that, so again, that's the, that's, the, that's the ultimate problem with the PT thing if right. if i were just turn it off it's like that's it
1: if, if if i were a coach or a trainer or whatever that was focused on pt to be completely transparent i probably wouldn't own a box like i would i would try to avoid those expenses and find a box that i can rent from or even a globo gym or something or something very small like where okay i'm not spending $5000 a month in rent For, like, it's unnecessary if you're only working one on one. You don't need a whole lot of space.
0: Yeah. And I think the big takeaway here is, uh, you know, we, we push for whatever the box owner wants, right? What does the box owner want, right? Like, we now we specialize in CrossFit, meaning CrossFit affiliates. And then we will get on the phone call with gym owners who are doing any number of other things, some of which is working, some of which is not working. And we're not going to, we're not going to jam a one size fits all into any gym. But I mean, like, what do you want is always the question. And then from there, we can figure that out. And if you want to do some personal training, you want to keep three or four personal training clients. I'm like, great. I actually think that's a, that's a a sweet spot for a lot of people. Just like, if you carried two two to maybe four, if you want them, you know, because that money can be really nice. However, at some point regard, if, if you're talking about PT specifically, um, your time is locked. Like there is no way to do other things or, or be able to manage your time anymore. It's just like our, it's like, it's like from one thing to the next, I go from this person to this person to this person. There's no time in the middle. There's no transition. Um,
1: You're on like, even in class, there's moments where it's like, if I talk to one of the guys, girls that I'm friendly with, it's like almost like you're decompressing during that hour, even though you're talking, but it's not like I'm like super on and focused, but so I wrote down a kind of a list, you know, and again, part of this is like understanding if you are running a group class. Yes, you do have to create these connections and foster them differently than one on one. So I wrote down a list for box owners. If you're going to be I'm good gonna... at training in general,
0: this is a skill that you should develop, whether it's PT or group. So I I do want to say that it's, it's not like customer service. It's not like one or the other. Like if you're really going to be good at this, like you need to be personable.
1: Yes, that's a Yes. That's the foundation, if you will. But here's what I wrote down. Tell me what you think from a box owner perspective, schedule a weekly one-on-one chat with a member. I know you said don't make it hard and fast, but I think, you know what, put a nine o'clock Tuesdays in your calendar and know that like every Tuesday I invite someone to grab a coffee with me. Don't pick favorites. Um, Actually, you know, you should be going after the people you don't know very well. Those are the people you want. So uh, select a comfortable environment outside of the gym, a coffee shop or fast casual restaurant, something like that. But you know what? I also don't think if it's a longtime member taking them out to a nice dinner, like that's that's great. Do something special for them also. Uh, Set a specific time and duration. You know, A, this is to protect yourself as much as them, but a member sits down with you for the first time. Like, I get Jay, I get Fern for this. I'm going to chew your ear off. Um, So make sure you're like, hey, I'm out at 930. That's just a good idea. that's good for uh, anyone trying to kind of create rules, and people respect it. And then they're like, "Oh, this guy's got important things to do too." It kind of levels you up a little bit. Be present, phones down, listen. Like if you purposely get there, put your phone flat, flat down. That person's like, "Oh, they're ready. They're listening. I'm. I mean, they're here for me." Um, create a list of every questions. Like, don't show up with a list, but know them in your head. And yeah, hey, how? How are you? How um, are you?
0: <laughs> Next question. Oh shit! I wasn't to say that.
1: <laughs> you know, but obviously we recommend the Ford model. Family, occupation, recreation, dream, and don't don't treat that like an interview. Hey, hey, Fern, what's your family? No, like, <laughs> hey, Fern, are you married? Oh, cool. I got a wife. I got two kids. Like, okay, what's your job? Like, no, ask about the kids. Like, oh, I heard your one kid got uh, kicked out of school recently. Tell me more about that. Right? Those. <laughs> those types of things, right? So just get to know them a little better. Ask one more question. If you don't learn all four of them, meaning they're forward on day one, that's fine. That's fine. But you're getting to know them better, period.
0: Yeah, I think at the end of the day, <clears throat> sometimes people get, you know, if, if you're, and this depends on what kind of person you are, if you're super structured, then then a lot of this will be helpful. If you're not, and you're a little bit more like me and, and rigidity gives you the creeps, then just seek out, meaningful interaction at whatever, at whatever feels right to you because everybody's different. It could be a two-minute conversation. It could be shooting somebody a text. But if you ask yourself at the end of the day, like, did I seek out and have meaningful interactions today with my clients? The answer will just be yes or no. Again, make it binary like coaching. I either did or I didn't. Not to what degree, not how many, none of that. Did I seek out and have meaningful interactions today? And the answer is just yes or no. And if you didn't today, well, then seek it out tomorrow. And if you did today, try to do better tomorrow. That's how you, you know, it's just like coaching, like make it binary, but then the goal is always just better. Um, and this is kind of the conversation I was having with this, uh, with this person the other day about, um, you know, transitioning out of his garage because he's killing it in his garage, but he, but he wants to do something more. And we were going, going through a number of scenarios on like how that would work. And I said, we well, have a good, you know, relationship with all of these people. One of the uh, one of the options we can explore here would be do just put out a paid in full to all of these, you know, thirty to forty people for the year and see what that looks like. You don't have to take it or not, but have the conversation with them and just say because if you if you're doing PT with all of these people, you probably have pretty good equity with them, and you can say, hey guys, like this is the plan. I'm trying to move forward. I know I've talked to you each and some of you, uh, you know, kind of individually, but like this is kind of what I'm looking to do. Um, And here's how I was thinking about doing that. So you're obviously going to get your training. Maybe it's a a little bit of a discount, but that'll give potentially potentially would give him some capital on hand to front load this move or this transition. And, and we didn't go all in on either idea. I said, just, we, I just want information, right? And then we may keep this and we may start the other one. I don't know. The point is, have those conversations with people because if you're really good at this, if you're really having good, meaningful interactions, people will support you. That's and the then you thing. can do whatever you want.
1: That's the thing. You know, you say that like, and you know, we have gone back and forth with people telling us like CrossFit gives people a bad rap, like the name CrossFit, the bad boxes, they're not doing this. It's its its so obvious, right? It's so obvious. Hey, the best boxes in the world are making these connections. And that's why when COVID happens, they don't have problems. That's why when they send out a rate increase, they don't have problems because you can't fake giving a shit. And people know that. And if you give a shit and they truly feel that, and you're like, hey, by the way, in 2022, the rates are going up 10 bucks. Like we know you've been supporting us through this pandemic. We appreciate it, but we're running a business. They're like, cool. Like Fern, all of, every time we do a rate increase, or you know, transparency, your clients get stressed. Normal feeling, and then they're, I'm like, how many responses did you get? Three. How many of those were thank you, no problem? All three. Okay. Like we, like, this is what yeah, we say. I mean, we there is no so. scenario
0: and there is no zero scenario in which we take somebody through this where there's no stress involved. Like, and I tell everybody that, like, you're going to, your you hands are going to get sweaty. You you're going to get send on the emails and all of that stuff. And then it will just be fine because we did all of the work on the front end. We had the conversations. We're open to follow on conversations. We went directly to each person and we had them one-on-one. Like, like That's how you do it, right? And you can mitigate all of that. And we've had, like, we've told this story before. We had like one fallout and it was because the, that they did exactly what we told them not to, and I just due to sure luck, I was personally able to unfold that and put it back together.
1: Fern stepped in, Katie. Fern right. saved the so, day. They humbled, but again,
0: but that was a unique one because, like, I had some connections in that scenario, yeah, and yeah. it was, and it was, and I was like, all right, I can. But had had I not had those, that would have been that would have been it. That would have been lights off cancel the whole thing. Um, but if you do this correctly and you do it in a, within the framework of CrossFit in general, which is personal connection, doing the right things for the right people for the right reasons, things tend to pan out. Thanks for checking out this episode of the Best Hour of Their Day podcast. We appreciate you listening and choosing to have us help you and your passion for coaching and affiliate ownership you can find more episodes just like this on all podcast platforms. If you're interested in learning more, you can reach out to us on any social media platforms, or you can visit www.besthouroftheirday.com to book a call. If you found this episode helpful for you, please share it so that we can help other coaches and affiliate owners to help build a bigger and stronger CrossFit community. Thanks for listening.